Welcome everybody, Shir number 636. We're learning today, Le'ili Nishmas Moishe Dov Ben Rebaran Zizel, Le'ili Nishmas Blima Bas Reb Moishe, and that Yitzchak Yosef Ben Rimolka should be Shuva. Getting back to our malacha of Koyesher, tying and untying knots. Actually, working first on the tying part. Okay, in any case, um, we want to talk today a little bit about the bow and a slip knot. Is one allowed to make a bow or a slip knot on Shabbos? And we'll try and explain what they are. So the, the uh, Shulchan Aruch tells us straight out in Simen Shin Yudzayin, our Simen Sif Hey, Aniva is mutter. A Aniva, which is like a bow or a slip knot, um, is mutter, is allowed to be made. Why? The love, the love Keshehu. This is not considered a not. And we saw last time, we saw the last couple of shirim that with what the Ramah says, that im also kesher echad lemata, even if one makes a kesher, a, a knot on the bottom, which is, we, we explained, is really intertwining the laces, and it's also considered nothing because it just opens up, it doesn't stay. Um, you can't make a single one one knot when you have two uh, strings, when you intertwine them like on a shoe. But he says, even though you make this intertwining of this of the laces on the bottom, and then one will make a bow up on top with a slip knot up on top, that would be also mutter to do. But again, keeping in mind, like we mentioned, as long as one has a mind to open it the same day within 24 hours. Oh, so now the Bira Lacha explains, interesting, he brings it down in the Bira Lacha, that he says, in reference to an aniva, a bow or a slipknot, um, he says like this, does the Bira Lacha, Now we're talking about just the bow or the slipknot regular, without the uh, initial twining, the, the initial knot on the bottom, which is again the twining of the laces. Without that, just a regular bow or regular slipknot, even if somebody makes it, Tight. In other words, don't make a tight, a tight slip knot, a tight bow. And they're going to leave it like that. They want to leave it like that. Even in such a case, tells us the Mishabura, it would still be mutter. So the Sefer Oitzra Lachas brings down interesting that, um, as we just saw in the Shulchan Aruch, obviously, that Aniva Lav Kesher, who a regular bow, this regular bow, a slip knot, is not considered a knot. Umutter Lasis B'Shabbos. One would be allowed to make it on Shabbos. Oh, so now he says further, does the Sefer Yisrael Lachas, V'im ein mitachtav oyal gab of kesher, if you have no kesher, no knot involved, in other words, you have no intertwining of the laces on the bottom, and you have no knots on top of this bow or this slip knot, then the taka would be mutter, afilu osay lekaima, like the Biralacha said, that it's, it's mutter even for uh, for permanence for a longer period of time. If it's just a bow or just a slip knot, uh, not just that, he brings down um, from the from the Taz, um, from the Mordechai, it's, uh, also in the Mishabur, Shulchan Rav, and so on. They bring it down in reference, actually, by making a lulav, which we're not going to get into right now, the tying the knots by the lulav, and so on. But umuta aniva al gabe aniva, even to make a bow on top of a bow, a regular bow on top of a bow, where there's no knot involved, there's no intertwining and so on involved, it's just a simple bow on top of a bow, that would also be okay. He actually brings down on the bottom from the Shulchan Aruch Rav, um, even even the few bows, again, even though it's tight and there's a few bows, if it's just plain regular bows, plain regular slip knots, since it's not considered a knot, it would be fine. And 
I'm just going to go through, I want to go through the Sefer Lamites Malachas. He, he explains it so beautiful as to what exactly um, this is. But the point is over here being that it's, it just opens up basically in one pull. You have that one, you know, those of us who wear regular uh, shoes with laces, you know, when you tie it with a bow, even when you have the one knot on the bottom, the intertwining of the laces like we spoke about, and you have the bow up on top, um, you give it just one pull and the whole thing just comes apart very easily. I mean, even if you give it a light pull, sometimes the whole thing just opens up very, very easily. So it's no, there's no uh, kesher uman, it's not considered muhudak, it's not considered very tight, whereby you could say maybe, maybe possibly nowadays will be considered a kesher uman, a craftsman's knot. Um, and also in general, these things, like we said, we don't keep for 24 hours, but if it's just a plain bow or as plain Slipknot, even the, even that would be allowed to stay for twenty four hours. But so be it as it may. But but that's the reason why it just simply opens up very easily. A simple tug, and the whole thing just falls apart. And that is what makes it um, not a kesher uman, not a craftsman's knot, whereby it's no problem at all. And being the fact that it's just a bow a bow period, um, it's bechalal not even considered a knot, and it would be uh, mutter even more than twenty four hours. Again, unless one has a a uh, knot under you know underneath it or on top of it, and the knot underneath, which we keep on saying, is the intertwining of the laces. That just keeps it a little bit more sturdy. And over there, that would be already running, like we mentioned, um, into a uh, one should make sure to open it within twenty four hours. So we just real quickly, he says like this: Does the Sefer Lamites Malachas on page seven ninety five a slip knot, a aniva slip knot, or again, it's a type of a bow, um, he says like this, is not a halacha, is not a halachic, a halachic knot, it's not considered a halacha, a knot al pi like we saw in the Shulchan Aruch, and may be, um, may be made on Shabbos. One will be allowed to make this aniva, this bow on Shabbos, a slip knot on Shabbos, even if it's tight and is meant to remain permanently. This is because a slip knot is so designed as to make it possible to undo the knot without reversing the original act or process that created the knot. In other words, basically, if one has a regular knot, you have to stop pulling apart, you know, pulling out one string and then pulling out the other string. You're undoing, you're, you're sort of like going backwards. When you make a knot, you do it one way. A person, let's say, makes a knot, um, uh, let's say, on the end of a string, just to give an example. And now they, they make a knot at the end of a string during the week. And now they want to undo it. They have to stop pulling out one string and pulling out the other string. In this case, by the aniva, um, by the slip knot, it's, it's, um, the knot could be undone without reversing the original action. You can just give it a small pull and the whole thing just falls apart. So the characteristic is in is an indication that this aniva, this slip knot, this bow is not a true knot. And Bechlal, since we're going to say that it's not a true knot, that it just falls apart, so then you could make it even for a longer period of time. Again, as long as you don't have um, a knot on top of it or a knot on the bottom. So he explains what it is exactly, um, just to get a better idea. It's hard because, you know, you have to, he brings down uh, pictures. It's, it's better to see pictures, actually. Sefer Lamentes Malachas brings down pictures. Sefer Oitzir Alachas also brings down uh, pictures, just to try and explain it, which he does uh, inside, and you get a better understanding. A slipknot is made, this aniva, this slipknot, what is it? Okay, so he explains like this. A slipknot is made so that the rope or string passes through the center of the knot. Okay, the rope or string passes through the center. In a regular knot, it doesn't really go through the center. It sort of like goes around. So over here, the slip with the slip knot is made so that the rope or the string passes through the center of the knot, number one. Then, the presence of the string in the center of the knot allows one to easily undo the knot by slip, simply pulling the string through it. In other words, 
because of the fact that the two ends are right there through the knot, you give it a small little pull, it just falls apart. This is not considered a kasher, it's not considered a halachic knot, because a true halachic knot can only be undone by ex extricating the knotted string and pulling it apart. In other words, reversing the original act that created the knot. You have to start undoing it. You have to take out one string and then take, pull out the other string. With this slip knot, since the fact that they both go through the, the, the ends, go through the center, a bow, it's again a slip knot bow, it's basically the same thing. When you're pulling it, you give it a little pull, it just falls apart. And as opposed to a regular knot, which you have to start undoing it, um, reversing the way that one did. With a regular slip, not a bow, you don't have to reverse. You just pull it and it's nothing. Just real quickly to read the Lushen in the Sefer Shabbos home, the same thing, just to get a, a, a different angle, sort of. It says in Lamaise, the bottom line is a bow, again, slip knot, same thing, basically. A bow without an underlying knot, again, if there's an underlying knot, then you have to open it within 24 hours. But a bow without an underlying knot is also not considered a knot and is therefore permitted, is allowed to make, one is permitted, allowed to make a bow, even one, even one, if one, you know, tries to make it tight because you can never really make these things too tight. And even if one intends to leave it in the place permanently, it still will be allowed. It's also permitted, it's also permissible to make a bow on top of another one and leave them tied permanently. In other words, one bow on top of another bow. It's called in halacha, niva al niva. And he says the same thing, Lemaisa, since bows unravel through a single tug at the end of the string, even a doubled bow with the same thing, it just falls apart as soon as you give it a little pull, um, it would not be considered a halachic knot. It's not a knot in halachic knot. So the same thing he says by slip knots again, which is basically sort of the same thing, maybe a little bit of a twitch here or there, but a slip knot is not considered a knot since it comes apart with a single tug. Again, the point is over here, bow or knot, how, bow or slip knot, however you want to call it, um, but the bottom line is since it comes apart with a single tug, a little pull, the whole thing falls apart. It's therefore, be, it's therefore um, allowed to be tied on Shabbos and it is not a halachic knot, whereas opposed to a regular knot, you have to start, like we said, we saw in the Sefer Lamentas Malachas, reversing the original act of creating the knot and stop pulling out string, one string here, one string there, and so on. So therefore, a, a bow, slip knots are all allowed, <clears throat> excuse me, even for a permanent, not a problem, as long as you don't have a knot on top or a knot on the bottom. Even a bow on top of a bow is fine. Regular slip knot's fine, even though it's going to stay for a long period of time, no problem. Thank you for listening. Aslochem, barachah, kol tov.